All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bailey Eichbrett, and joined with me is my co-host and the captain, Mr. Andy Full, and new to today. And to, obviously, we're going to divulge more information here in a second. Our new co-host, Mr. Adam Deacon, the drum roll. The oh, geez. Yeah, we needed a legitimate drum roll right there, but congrats. Like a, woo! <laughs> congrats on being a part of the Serious Angler family, Adam. It's uh, obviously a huge pleasure and honor to have you, have you join us because, one, we're both big fans of your show, and we know a lot of the folks that listen to our show listen to yours. And uh, we've been talking about this for some time, so we're finally glad to uh, mend the bond here and uh, get you get you on the squad. So we're pumped to have you, dude. We, we appreciate everything that you've done for us so far with the preview shows and hopping on. You know, you've, you've done shows with myself talking to Matt Airy and KJ Queen. It's We appreciate you. So it only made sense that we finally yeah. made this thing happen. No, guys, exactly, man. I'm honored. I'm, I'm super excited. Um, what you guys have created is awesome and we're going to, we're going to blow it up. So I'm really excited. Yeah. We can't wait. Yeah. So we're going to get into some information on how we're uh, getting Adam aboard here and how we're getting his show, because we do not want to do away with business from the bass, but we only want to take business from the bass boat and serious angler, combine them and then grow them even further, you know, making it a platform where all of our guests are going to be able to reach a bigger audience. Our, our audience is going to get higher quality information and uh, it, it's, it's going to be pretty sweet. But uh, really fast uh, for folks that are tuning in. Obviously, we have big news today that you guys have seen on the social media yesterday. If you're not already, make sure you guys go follow Adam on social media. Uh, Business from the Bass Boat. We're, we're going to have everything down below that you guys can go and click on. And a uh, little plug here today. Go ahead to our YouTube channel. Andrew and I's first team tournament of the year is up on that. Go check that out. Uh, beyond that, Andrew, do you have – or Adam – Frankly, do you guys have any announcements before we dive into where business from the bath boat is going to make its fit? No. No. Let's get going. All right. Perfect. Well, Adam, start us off. For folks who, who may live under a rock that are brand new uh, you know, viewers and listeners to the Serious Angle podcast, first off, a little bit about yourself, but then, two, about your show, You know, what kind of the gist you try to get across, the points you try to get across and nail home with business from the bath boat. And then uh, obviously we'll, we'll cover some more information. Yeah, guys. No, um, I don't, I don't know about living under a rock. That's not, not anything crazy, but uh, no, um, you know, more than anything, guys, I created business from the bass boat with the mindset. I, uh, I really had a passion for tournament bass fishing, the outdoors in general, but really tournament bass fishing. And um, I saw all these um, entrepreneurs and founders of these companies building these brands in the outdoor industry in the fishing industry in something that they loved and i thought gosh there's got to be a way to communicate with these folks and, and kind of bring that knowledge on how they created some of these brands uh into the industry and uh i thought a podcast was would be a good platform to do that so business from the vast boat is is all about kind of the business side of the fishing industry primarily i'd say focused on small and up and coming as well as some larger companies too, but really uh, that growth pattern and seeing where people have saw a niche for something new and, uh, and built it up. Of course, it's a lot of anglers too that have these side businesses and that kind of thing. Uh, the most recent show with John Sukup, you know, of course we divulge into fishing stuff. I'm a, I'm a freak when it comes to tournament bass fishing. Um, 
fished at the high school level, the college level. And then, uh, now this last year fished the Toyota series and all Bass Nation, all that stuff, of course, along the way. So I still do plenty of that and I'm excited to show that kind of stuff on the Serious Angler channel with the YouTube and whatnot. But, uh, that's a little bit about me big into the outdoors, really big into tournament bass fishing. And, um, yeah, business from the bass boat has been my, my little, uh, little baby, I guess, with, uh, with the fishing industry. So I'm excited to, to keep doing that. Well, do I think the biggest plug we need to put here is I think you're one of the very few podcasts to ever be plugged by Bass Blaster. Yeah. Uh, Jay Kumar over there. You made the Bass Blaster email. Yeah, man. I'm excited for that. I think it's on their website, too. Jeez, dude. That is that is awesome. awesome. You're big time. You're big time. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I don't know. Now we got Deacon on Bass Blaster. Yeah. Me and Destin made Bass Blaster. The only one who's left is Bailey to oh, make it, Bass Blast. I've Bass been on Bass Blaster, Blaster a couple Have times. Have you? I was going to say, of all people, I was going to say, Bailey will get there before all of us times. Yeah. I've been on a couple times. <laughs> Thank you very much. Nobody <laughs> tells me these I things. I was in the right? boat I'm with Jake on Lake Toho, okay? Oh, Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, sounds like fancy, you subscribe Fancy schmancy, all right? <laughs> Sounds like you need to subscribe to Jay's newsletter. That's right. Yeah, I actually do subscribe, but I literally like it's like my grammar deal with texting. I usually just like look the other way as I'm texting and I'll just delete all my emails, look at them real fast, and I forget what's there like 30 seconds before and just move on. But you know, it's life. Hecticness is coming to an end soon. Nice. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Five yeah, working days left. Big switches going on here. Yeah. Andrew's uh becoming full full time, like full full time, like sole income is coming from the God life here too. Blessed. You said you have five days left, Andrew. Five working days left at my full time job. How does it feel, dude? Um, nerve wracking. So be it's okay. all gonna work out. Be fine. Not worried. It's all scary, but man. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean. If I fall flat on my face, I can go get a corporate job and start all over again, but I just don't see that happening. So It's a good thing your wife is a genius. No, she's, <laughs> she's a mental health therapist, so she's a calming soul. I wouldn't put yeah. genius in there because hey, nobody's over genius. You got to give her that credit. Yeah, um, and I'm going to take full credit for that one because she would not be in private practice if I did not make her sign her lease when she was eight months pregnant. So I was like, this is a dumb move. If you don't do it, the day you come off maternity leave, you are going into private practice because you are going to make five times a day. And yeah. So a little backstory on that real fast. Literally, as soon as she came off paternity leave, she started a private practice, got like two or three clients. And then within six months, she was full time. That's awesome, man. Thanks, yeah. Two, yeah. Two, two entrepreneurs in the same household, man. American dream. American you can American do whatever you put your brains to, right? So, <laughs> but I mean, I'm I'm truly excited to have Deacon joining us because he's actually going to give us some content too in the Midwest, right? Areas that we can't cover. So on the Serious page, Serious Angler YouTube page, you're going to see a lot of Midwest stuff from like, uh, like. Where'd you fish that one Toyota? Was that Table Rock or was it Lake of the Yeah, Ozarks? so so the last this last season's Toyotas, it was on Grand, uh, Lake of the Ozarks, and then um, the last one was on the Arkansas River this year. Yeah. 
So, so it's entirely different spectrum. Me and Bailey are li- like landlocked up here in the Northeast, so we're broadening our horizon. I told you about this speech thing earlier today. <laughs> it it, it kind of comes out from time to time, so I'm, I apologize. <laughs> Wow. You should see his yeah. text messages. They're yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah, scrambled nightmare. <laughs> no, so. yeah, it's but yeah. it's going to be pretty exciting because obviously Adam adds a, a completely different perspective to fishing than Andrew and I, being northeasterners. So we're excited for that. Excited for that input. Excited for the content he's going to help us out with, and just helping us out in general. In fact, of we're going to add a brand new show every every Wednesday. Uh, Andrew or I will be joining if we're if we're free that time. If not, Adam's going to be running his show like he's been doing for a long time now. This business oriented of the, of the fishing industry, talking with anglers, you know, talking with industry leaders, CEOs, folks that are you know have a lot of brains in this in this industry, and he's going to pick them apart. So that's going to be pretty wicked. And uh, you know, on the content deal, obviously we're going to have Andrew's going to have a lot of content coming out from the Northeast. Uh, one from just being a guide up here and being on the Great Lakes, being a smallmouth guide. And then Andrew, or excuse me, Adam, you're going to be out in the Midwest. And then I'm going to be traveling around doing kayak stuff like our fellow Drew Gregory is going to be doing. Hopefully I'll, be, I'll beat Drew Gregory finally in a tournament. I don't know. He's like, <laughs> but, uh, he down, he popped right up. He's like, you ain't beating me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> We're going to have the whole spectrum out there, I think, which is going to be really cool. It's because we're going to have kayak tournaments. We're going to have, you know, BFLs, Toyota Series. We're going to have some Opens. We're going to have team tournaments. We're going to have, you know, educational That's videos. Tricks. We're going to have fun fishing videos. It's going to be pretty cool to kind of divulge what we can do with this platform. So I'm pretty pumped. And like we said, it'll be every Wednesday is when Deacon's show will be running. Um, we'll be posting stuff on our socials of what episodes he's going to be running, who's going to be on his shows, a little bit about that. Uh, Deacon will be taken over. He'll, he'll be involved in our channels too. So for folks who've messaged us before, you've talked to Andrew, you've talked to I. Now you're going to have a chance to get messages to Deacon if you're not messaging him through his personal page. Uh, go ahead, Andrew. I think you had a point there. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say something here right now. I'm going to call the shot and say at least one week a year, as long as we do this, we have to meet up and film all together somewhere and do a little series. I was, yeah, we, we were thinking, Somewhere. I was going to say that for offline here, Andrew. Not no, spoiled, like, <laughs> putting it right on the air, right on the well, air. Well, listen, Bailey and I are both fishing. Uh, I, I've never spent any time up north, and I'm going to go as a co-angler up and, and fish the Thousand Island Open. I'm uh, signed up for that and everything. So uh, you'll be you'll be free, Andy. I know you got the, the guiding thing going on, but let's uh, let's make something happen. Yeah, it, it depends on when you come in and when you okay. leave because uh, I – because that opens what the tenth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, right? Yep. I think so. I have guide trips the twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, and then I start practicing for the Douglas Derby, the fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, Douglas Derby, eighteenth. So, yeah, well, maybe before, maybe before yeah. I could just fly into Buffalo, and we can work that out. Yeah, absolutely. Let me know. All right. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out, but it's, it's gonna be pretty sweet. You know, Adam's gonna be joining us on the YouTube and the MP3 front. All of his shows will be right where you guys are finding our stuff. Uh, obviously, co-hosting with us like he is tonight uh, and finding us on all of our socials, as we mentioned. So, Adam, dude, again, I know we've said it a bunch of times, but, dude, we are pumped. Welcome. Thank you. Guys, I'm excited. 
Yes, sir. Well, guys, is there anything else we need to touch on? Because obviously we got some more news to cover here. We got some folks that are sitting in the queue that are uh, very patient with us running late tonight. And uh, they are they're listening through this. They're like, found like, well, a bunch of idiots talking to each other right now. And, but uh, they're just trying to get their news across, but uh, we're pumped to get on Drew Gregory, who's been on the show many a times. And Mr. Tony Forte, who we've never had on the show, who I'm excited to introduce. And we're going to be talking about some really cool stuff in terms of 2022 kayak fishing world championships. So before we get into that and uh, introduce these fellows, do you guys have anything else that we need to let the folks know before we obviously bring them on and have an outro? No, I. The one thing I guess I would say is always send us um, questions and what you want to see, so we can kind of produce content to what our viewers want to see and hear. So that's one of the biggest hints I would throw out there is let us know what you want to see. Yeah. Hey, one other thing I just thought of with that comment. Um, I part of the kind of the YouTube content stuff aside from the fishing. Uh, I don't know why I like breaking things down analytically. So some of the, uh, YouTube content that I'm, I'm looking at producing is kind of more along, Hey, so you want to go pro or, or basically the analytical route of the finance side of it, as well as different lakes you need to go to that kind of a thing. Um, just, uh, just my thoughts there and opinions on that. So that's one other thing to kind of tease towards the YouTube stuff I'm excited about. Yeah. Andrew or Adam's got some, uh, I'm going to do this all the time. I'm going to call one of you, Andrew and the other one, Adam. So Adam, I'm just going to pretty you all over. Deacon. That's what, I should just say Deacon. Yeah. You're good. With that's that. what I've done all the preview shows you've been on. So I really just need to stick to that. Otherwise I'm going to mix them up all the time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you, you've got some stuff whipped up that you put a lot of hours in that I'm really excited for you to show off. So yeah, man. If that's not another teaser for everybody, I don't know. That's a, it's going to be pretty wicked. But, fellas, <laughs> I think uh, without further ado, we should introduce uh, our guest here tonight. Obviously, who's oh, a fellow who's been on the show quite a few times. He's almost like essentially another co-host remotely <laughs> here is uh, Mr. Drew Gregory. And then last, uh, a new face, Mr. Tony Forte. What's going on, sir? Not a lot, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. Well, we're happy to have you. You've never been on the show before. So uh, obviously, Drew is a familiar face, maybe one we've had on too many times. Uh, folks might be getting sick of him. <laughs> I'm, I'm already starting the trash talk for 2022. Going into bed at 11 something at night after a podcast anyway. So <laughs> waking her up. So I'll cut off. We don't have to do. Tony, you can take this whole thing, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We'll just so, take Drew out of the equation. So we'll yeah. just have time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this You're isn't about Drew. No. Yeah, you already. Uh, <laughs> I think Drew's having some technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Drew, your connection's a little shaky, bud. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah just like your tournament results would be in 2022. Oh. <laughs> <dang>. <laughs> How do I tell you, son? Are we uh, putting a side wager on here? Like all this trash talking, I, I think a side wage, um, a side bet is in tune to have. I think it. we, uh, I think we need to set up Drew. I know we're, we're probably people are like, "Come on, guys, get on with it." But Drew, I think before twenty twenty two starts and the schedules are announced, we'll have to make a side wager with a schedule. For sure, for sure. Hey, do you guys hear me? Okay now? Yes, yeah, so it's still bad. better. Yeah, it's good. It's a little better. Unfortunately, you can still okay. see you. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's savage. 
<laughs> Dude, Bailey's on fire yeah, tonight. He knows I'm messing. He knows I'm messing. That's true. I'm easily embarrassed, easily to mess with, so I get it. Drew, we are two. This comes from the same cloth. My life is at the expense of everyone else teasing me, so it's okay. Especially it's on, the, on the fantasy shows when you get just trash while your picks and, and your scores. <laughs> yeah. That's a and Bailey's bringing up the rear again, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah, time they'll be racking up the scores at the end, and they're like, and then last, there's me. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not first, you're last, and Bailey's theme is if you're not last, you're last. So <laughs> yeah. I just like how even though the strategy wasn't working all season, he stuck was like, with it. You know, I'm not I'm not making these picks. I'm going for picks that no one is taking. And we're like, well, clearly there's a guy. <laughs> hey, I'm loyal to the strategy, all right? You gotta see it through. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> Obviously, folks who, who uh, listen and watch the show know we're all about tangents, and uh, this tangent is over, I promise. So we're going to be moving into the World Championship of Kayak Fishing for 2022. And uh, Tony, before we do that, quickly uh, introduce yourself for folks who may not know you, a little bit yeah. about yourself, and then let's dive into what this whole shindig is about. Yeah, sounds good. So, yeah, Tony Forty, uh, I live in um, North Carolina, just south of Raleigh, and um, yeah, so... I've been involved with an organization called U.S. Angling for a number of years, and that organization uh, is responsible for fielding our national fishing teams. And uh, those teams range from ice fishing, bass fishing, um, carp fishing. Uh, there's a variety of sports, fly fishing, these types of things. So um, kayak is sort of our newest sport that we have actually proposed to the International Sport Fishing Federation as a sport, as a legitimate, obviously, sport. And um, they accepted that proposal. And we're going to have that event in Cookville, Tennessee, on Center Hill Lake next year uh, in April. And um, so as part of that uh, process, uh, we wanted to select a, a team that we felt uh, was appropriate to represent the United States uh, as well as leave some room for other anglers to actually uh, earn their weight on the team. And so I got to tell you, Bailey, if you ever want to beat Drew in a tournament, you want to fish the U.S. Open this year and make your way onto that world team. Ah. So guys like you, anybody who's out there that's a dedicated kayak angler, we invite them to come to that U.S. Open. That's in September, again, in Cookville. And um, make your way on to Team USA. Show and prove. I think I'll, I think I'll let Drew feel good about himself this year. I'll come for you next year. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love the shots. Like, <laughs> like Bailey's usually the one taking the shots. So this is a weird situation <laughs> in the middle. Having Bailey firing, he's just firing and firing. Bailey. I'm like, what is going on yeah. here? It's just it's one of the nicest guys we've ever had come on the show, and I'm just taking advantage of it. Here you go, Bailey. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, and I, and I don't even have my, you know, you guys listening to this as a podcast can't tell. I'm joking around, Bailey, showing him all my checks and trophies behind me, but I actually don't have, it just reminded me, Tony, uh, my wife made a cool little plaque from the 2019 Pan American, you know, kayak fishing 
championships we had and where I got a gold medal for team USA and a silver medal in individual. And she made this beautiful, you know, like she, she put it in a box, you know, with a glass case and everything. So I got to put that on this wall too. I forgot this isn't even here. You know, we just moved to Ohio. So I'll just add that to my trophy case, Bailey. And uh, you keep that little, uh, wooden, <laughs> wooden, wooden fish behind you all you want. I fought back with the fantasy comment already. So come on. I thought a few punches, a few punches. Hey, but, but real quick, Tony uh, is doing a great job with, you know, running all this, and we got interrupted by COVID a little bit because in 2019 we did have, um, and I believe I'm calling it correctly, it was the Pan American Kayak Bass Championships, correct, Tony? Did we finish? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and so yes, we did. Have, we were we were scheduled to go to Panama the following year, right? And now that's been pushed back twice. Um, and so I th- I believe we're actually going to be scheduled to go to Mexico. So. Right. Um, so yeah, that's another opportunity for kayak anglers out there. So if you make the top six of the U.S. Open, you're gonna as a male or a female, you're gonna be able to make the Pan Am team. So that's twelve total total anglers, um, and you know, um, having so the the big idea here, the big overarching theme. Why do we go to all this effort? Is that uh, there is growing belief that if fishing is going to ever become an Olympic sport, it's going to be kayak. Hmm. And it makes sense Mm -hmm. in all the the right places, right? Because if it's human powered, um, kayaks can go basically on any water that, you know, is fishable um, and it's, you know, growing globally. So, um, and the fact that there are already kayaks in the Olympics, you know, there's, so there's a, there's some tie-ins, that make it very, very interesting. And even the nature of catch photo release uh, from a conservation standpoint, they just tick a lot of boxes. And uh, the organization that we're a member of, the World Organization, uh, is actually has an application in with the IOC to be recognized as a sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only feedback that was given is... Uh, uh, you want to see, you know, long-term trends in terms of participation uh, and male and female participation. So um, those are all in our wheelhouse. Uh, there's some amazing women kayak. I mean, there's amazing women anglers, but in the kayak world, there's some, you know, fabulous, fantastic anglers. And um, so it's just cool. It's a cool, you know, cool thing. Drew, you know, he's modest, but, you know, that guy on, you know, he's, when he's out there, he's an assassin and, you know, Russ Snyder's and, and, you know, some of these other guys that are on the team are just world-class athletes. And, and, you know, we certainly use the term athlete over angler, um, you know, particularly Drew, you know, he's out there paddling away. So um, it's, it's an exciting thing. You know, the U S open is something I hope everybody decides to at least take a look at, Um uh, if you guys, one of you or all of you make it down there, uh, you'll have a heck of a time. Uh, we're going to, we're going to party. We're going to fish. We're going to have fun and promote the sport. Yeah. Awesome. It's very cool, man. I, I'll touch on that too, real quick. One, just to shout out the rest of uh, the current U S team. We've got, uh, Eric Jackson, Ron champion. Like you said, Russ Snyder's Jackson Orr, Guillermo Gonzalez, Cody Milton, 
and myself, and then the, the winner of the U.S. Open will take that final spot on the overall world team for the world championships in April uh, of 2022. But I will say my experience in 2019, this is just so different. Okay, so you got to think about this like, like this. It's not a competition with, you know, Hobie Bass Open Series or Bass Nation Kayak Series or Kayak Bass Fishing. This is actually, and Tony, you can touch on this, if you get something recognized as an Olympic sport, it, it it's helping grow all those other trails more so than than hurting. You know what I mean? Like we're not doing a ton of events. It's the same way that the NHL works with the IOC to put a two week gap in their schedule for the Winter Olympics and NBA and you know all these organizations, these leagues that are really are year round with tons of 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 games, you know, and matches. They're they're just it's kind of to help grow those as well. So I hope people don't see this as another thing that's in competition because there's a lot of tournaments already out there to fish so it's definitely not that it's the complete opposite so i hope everyone joins in on the u.s open and then like you said there are six spots available for the pan-american team and at the pan-american games is where i got my first experience and it's just insane because you know you're not you're not competing for money you know you get to compete for the pride of your country and i know we're right in the midst of the tokyo olympics and you heard probably a lot of stories of people saying how it just means so much to them. A lot of these golfers and NBA players that, you know, certainly are used to competing for a lot of money are doing it just for the, you know, their, their country and the, and the pride and the camaraderie between the other countries that were there uh, was just like nothing I've ever seen. Like there's people just as crazy about fishing as we are in these other countries and kayaks and they see us and, and they follow us on YouTube and, you know, social media. And they're just, it's just something different that I can't even explain how much it means to me. Uh, to be a part of something like that. Tony, t- can you remember how many countries were there at Pan American Games and some of the countries that did show up as we're, as we're growing this thing? Yeah, so, um, you know, Canada, obviously, had a, in Mexico were the primary contingents, but uh, we also had Honduras, Costa Rica. Um, Puerto uh, Rico, was they there? Or Venezuela? I can't um, There was a about... Yeah, I can't remember. Eight, I can't eight remember countries. all countries. Of course, you have to South me. Um, but yeah, so the you know at the no, world this was Pan American. This was Pan American. Yeah, so it was it just Pan yeah. Just didn't, but it, it had about eight eight different countries. Ecuador, I think, maybe was there. Mm-hmm. It was really cool um, to see it all come together. Anyway, so it's just an experience. I hope people join in because it's it's more than just what we look at now. Is like what are the payouts and what is this? And now the U.S. Open is gonna gonna have money. The U.S. Open is. But when you actually compete at the Pan American Games and the mm-hmm. the World Championships, it's definitely more uh, about just the pride for your country, and then eventually trying to get it to an Olympic sport, like like uh, Tony was saying, which is going to help it all just just grow even bigger. So, and there's a lot of uh, you know, Deke, there's a lot of implications on the business side when you get into all that, which will, you know, hey, maybe one day we'll get on on the show, you and I, and, and talk some business on business from the kayak a little bit. So. There you go. I like <laughs> it's it. cool. Yeah. Good little plug. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know this is uh, you know our our flagship is our USA Bass team, which uh, is Scott mm-hmm. Martin, Jake Wheeler, Mark Rose, David Dudley. So, um, you know those those guys that that just gives you an indication of how cool it is to represent your country. Period. Um, and you know I think that uh, this group of kayak anglers, you know, I'm excited about every one of them. You don't have enough time to talk about them all. But, you know, a guy like Jackson Orr, who's, you know, started, you know, 
top levels tournaments is 16, you know, and, and now he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be a tough guy to beat for many, many years, you know, and a first class mm -hmm. individual and every, you know, all the guys on the team, uh, besides you know, are, Drew. Are, Quality, yeah. quality. Minus yeah, I mean, Drew's a little sus. No, no, I got Mr. Fool. I, I got it from both sides now. It's not even just Bailey anymore, dude. There's, there's, there's a nice comfort level here. Yeah. yeah when you when you, when you win a lot or you're up in the top in fishing and, and you get ribbed on, there's not much you can say because you either come back or you look like a jerk. You know, like oh, look at me, or yeah. So it's a tough spot to be in. I just. I just sit here. And oh, just let like, him have it, Drew. Come on now. You no, know, you can give it right back. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a level playing field here, but you know what what I'm what I'm curious about is, I think what other people might be asking the question now that may not have all the details, right? I know Drew, uh, Drew, you did a good mm -hmm. post on it. You know, kind of uh, portraying the details, and obviously, hopefully, this show and this episode will help portray more details. But for that that spot, right, that qualification, or even for the the six. Now, where do where do people go? One, where's the event being held to qualify for that spot? When is it being when is it being run? And you know, what's what's some details on how to qualify? Yeah, so it's uh, it's the U.S. Kayak Open. It is um, September 11th and 12th are the comp days. Uh, the 10th, they're actually going to have a, a parade. So registrations on the 10th. Uh, there's going to be a parade through town. You know. Uh, show of patriotism they did that at the pan am and it was mm -hmm. a big hit um and um yeah so if if uh qualification is going to be at that event um it's the top angler man or woman you know who knows who's going to who that's going to be um they'll make the world team and then the top six men top six women will make the pan am team uh it's pretty straightforward so uh if you go to usabass.org that's a, a solid place to to look um fishing chaos is going to be our platform for um the scoring so you can look up us kayak open on fishing chaos as well um and uh yeah you know we'll we'll see you there it's going to be uh held in conjunction with a kbf high school open so at the same time we're having our us open there'll be a high school event through kbf which is exciting and we're even going to have a, a huge youth fishing event uh downtown cookville um and we're you know we're going to have guys like charlie evans coming in with his paw patrol rig and just some real cool stuff um uh, you know it's just a celebration of the sport is really what it's all about um you know like drew said this is not yeah. a big money thing it's it's a uh, uh you know, if, if, if you're a serious fisherman, no pun intended here, but uh, this is <laughs> right. something you want to come check out. This is, this is a, this is a, it's an experience inside of a tournament. Yeah. Okay. I, I might've missed it. So I apologize if I did, but where is it being held? Cookville, Tennessee, Center Hill Lake. Yeah. Center okay. Hill Lake. Is, is it just the lake or is any other water and bounds? I couldn't remember if it got, ex this got expanded to anything else or not can't remember yeah yeah so there is a section of the cumberland river as well so yeah it awesome. uh, there's pretty diverse water and blue it falls there as a small little impoundment as well so there's there's a lot of water to be fished uh it'll be interesting to see you know how yeah. people oh yeah 
For sure. Dude, the, the parade was unbelievable, guys. Just so you know, like, I mean, we've got everyone in the back of, you know, trucks, all the teams, and they've all have their, their you know, country flags. We're driving through town. People are cheering us on. And, and you know, the Mexican teams over there, you know, ole, 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 ole. Just, <laughs> it's like it really is like the Olympics, man. Like everyone's going nuts. And we're all screaming, you know, USA, USA. It's really cool. There's a reason why Scott Martin and Jacob Wheeler and, you know, B-Lat and MDJ and all those guys are fishing on the bass boat side. And I just hope that the kayak anglers are starting to see that this is like, there's a lot to this. There's a lot more to this than just this one event. It's the whole global perspective of this means so much to our sport as we, we being the pioneers, anyone listening to this and kayak fishing or, or watching this, this is sort of like something we can build and grow and develop to one day, you know, leave, you know, to the to future generations and say, wow, you know, we, we help grow that into an Olympic sport, you know, because like you said, Tony, it's athletic. Kayaking is already in the Olympics. It makes a lot of sense. If you're ever going to get any sort of fishing in the Olympics, this would, this would actually be it. So we'll see. I'm pulling up the lake. Here. It's awesome. So yeah. no, my for, question is, for those for, of you and you guys can see what lake it's going to be held on. Yeah, I wonder where Gregory is probably going to fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Go ahead uh, and turn it out, Drew. Yeah. So, Come, Tony, real yeah. quick. Sir, uh, everybody, if they're looking to enter the U.S. Open there in Cooksville, uh, how many anglers, kayak anglers, are you anticipating fishing, and what is the entry fee? Yeah, so, um, you know, we're – we're optimistic that we'll have a couple hundred anglers. Um, the entry fee is $150. So it's pretty reasonable. Modest. Um, and, and we're going to, you know, your, your entry fee is going to be split. Part of that money is going to go to help fund the program, the team USA. And um, the other part is going to go, you know, to prize money for those that, that participate, but you will get a really sweet lid. that looks something like this. Uh, we're pretty proud of our, of our logo there. That's pretty new. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we're trying to make it as accessible as we can. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the biggest thing, uh, that stands out to me in this kind of a thing, right. And it's, uh, you guys keep mentioning, Hey, it's a lot more than just about the money and, and fishing tournaments that have a big prize. I mean, the biggest thing with these kind of events and, and having the banquet and those kinds of, uh, situations i mean the networking that you get to do at these places you're talking about the top yeah. top guys in the sport um That's right and and just just i don't know there's so much more to that and pride to that to me uh that it makes a lot of sense to have have events like this and uh get to go compete uh yeah around the world that's really cool yeah no that's true networking is that's a huge point uh adam because i still have relationships that i made at that event that if become important to me today and if you are again not i mean a serious <laughs> angler then then you would want to get yeah you'd want to go to <laughs> i wonder i wonder if any non-serious anglers ever yeah. like tune into this and bailey's just gonna block and be like dude you're not serious <laughs> anyway <laughs> subtle shots yeah <laughs> but those I guess I gotta block are... myself from this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> canceled. If I was on my my wit game, I should have said that to you instead of <laughs> using yourself. But anyway, no. But that's true. Okay, so on my uh, resume, you know, if you're selling sponsorships as a professional angler, uh, there's something called a media kit. Most of us have something that shows our stats and what 
you know, what kind of reach we have on social media and stuff like that. You know, if we're like for me, for example, I'm like, hey, I'm a contributor on Bassmaster.com. I'm, you know, this is my social media. Here's my tournament results. I'm on a lot of podcasts like this, for example. Um, you know, although maybe I shouldn't list list this one, the serious thing <laughs> on, on my resume. It. But, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> True, not so serious. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to get to the actual point, it's that when you go and you get a gold or a silver or bronze, whatever you compete in this, to have that on your resume, that's something I have always, you know, listed it and it and it means a lot because it's from an official organization that's tied, you know, to this Olympic ladder. It's not like someone some local guy just made this up this is all tied to it it's it's legit it's real and it means something no one can ever take that away you know like that that gold and the silver that i've got an individual so it's something that really looks good on the resume for those those anglers who are trying to build their their resume to promote themselves with sponsors so that's a, that's a great point uh by deacon of course man you're you're hitting the, the business stuff uh not surprisingly <laughs> that's why he's here that's right. <laughs> Finally, some measurable output from Deke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. All right, so All right. so for people who obviously are going to be competing in this event, and you're probably not just competing in it to you know to cherry pick a tournament, right? You know, you're competing in it to try to make that spot, to try to make this event. So they're probably going to be curious. One, I know Drew, you mentioned it's going to be in April of of 2022. These these actual these these championships. Yeah, Where world. is it going to be held? Yeah, that's you want to go, Tony? You want me to talk about that? It's a lot to be told. It's, yeah, yeah. So the 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 worlds is going to be there at the same it's the same same place, Cookville Center Hill. That's why we're having the US Open there, is yeah. so that whoever wins that tournament can fish that venue. If you follow. Oh, so yeah, it's, so it's, the, it's designed yeah. so that when you fish this fall, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna know the lake. Whoever qualifies for the team can, you know, can fish the water well, and then we're going to uh, invite the world to come fish with us uh, on Center Hill. So, you know, right. are we stacking the odds in our favor? Well, you know, that's, that's <laughs> kind of what host country <laughs> does. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. So, it just to, to you know tackle that as well and that community has been so great to kayak fishing. So it's really cool that we're able to go back there. But after that, it's, it starts to travel around the, the around the world for worlds. And then also uh, the Pan American games, like you said, Mexico, Canada, will be in, lo you know, locations such as that Panama. But here's the thing. You're probably thinking there's no largemouth in, in Panama, right. Or whatever. But what happens is in this competition, guys, it's not just, um, a black bass competition. This oh. is us USA kayak fishing. It's not, you know, whatever, like largemouth or smallmouth. So it not necessarily in Panama, we were going to be able to target three different species, the rainbow bass, the, uh, um, the, the peacock bass and snook, I believe we're going to count because they were all in that giant lake that's connected to the Panama canal that we were going to be on. That's so and then, cool. so yeah, when you go somewhere else, we're going to, I think, tell me if I'm wrong here, Tony, but you're always going to try to find the, the species that is most similar to black bass, that sort of predator species in you know, if you're in Australia, you're probably catching their their bass or their brim and then, you know, stuff like that. I mean, there's some black bass in other countries like South Africa, like you said earlier, Bailey. There, there's some black bass there that have been moved, even smallmouth. But we'll always try to find them, I think, the closest fish to, to bass. And we're never going to all of a sudden switch to, like, 
maybe I'm wrong on this, but we're not going to switch all of a sudden to offshore for, you know, halibut or something, you know, uh, <laughs> Uh, but I could I could be wrong. I don't know. That's an athletic thing. Yeah. Too. So yeah, that's that's a great point. Um, the the title of the official sport is uh, world predator kayak fishing. So a predator can be defined, you know, South America. Yeah. That might be a peacock or yeah, you know, or a group of fish. Um, you know, I think what this event will end up going up north, and we'll likely fish for walleye, bass maybe throw in pike or musky. Um, you know, you could fish it at uh, a striped bass uh, venue or even, um, you know, you could get into steelhead, something like that. So that, it, that there's definitely going to be variety, you know, regionally and globally. Um, and it just kind of makes it exciting, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, most of the anglers that, that I talk, you know, there are some hardcore th- people that think that the only fish that swims a bass and I get it, man. I, you know, I love fishing for bass, but you know, if I catch a twenty-pound catfish, I'm pretty stoked too. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever pulls. Yeah, whatever yeah, pulls, right. man. Whatever bites. So, um, so yeah, so you know, the, uh, this event, this is the start. This is the genesis of this type of a of a, a thing. And you know, Adam's point about networking. Um, you know, you can go as far as to say that this kinds of events promote world peace and you're not, you know, sounds hokey, but I guarantee you that Drew probably never, you know, thought he would be doing, I don't know what you were drinking at that banquet, Drew, but you know, you got to watch out what the Mexicans bring. I can tell you yeah. that. Uh, That's right. But yeah, you know the, the camaraderie is is uh, is unreal, and and um, you know we just wanted to we just wanted to succeed and expand. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I actually swapped hats with the Mexican team, and man, if I'd have been smart. And that's not an opening for you to jab me, Bailey. But if I would have been smart, I would have gone up to my closet and grabbed my Mexico kayak fishing hat and brought it down to show you guys. But that's it's similar to you know jersey swapping and stuff like that. The teams all everyone bonds from other countries. It's it's pretty pretty remarkable. Tony's not far off. I mean, because that that goes back to their countries and the positive vibes that we all had together there goes back. And it and it's kind of like, man, those guys from you know Mexico are really cool, or the U.S. or Canada, and it does. It, it trickles down. It's it's no different than marketing. Back to back to Deacon's you know element here. No different than marketing. If you get one, you know, good angler in a you know crescent kayak, for example, and he's out there at a boat ramp and he is talking to some people and explaining how cool it is and they test it and whatever, then that person may go do the same thing, buy one, go do the same thing, and it continues to spread. And that's how brands can can spread really quickly, especially in today's day and age with social media. And that's exactly what we had happen at the uh, at those Pan American Games. Just just a love for knowing that we're all the same, we're all alike, we all have the same passion. It was pretty cool. So you're, you're really not far off here. And every little bit of difference we can make as individuals in this world, in my opinion, it, it's just, it's a few more people that we were able to, to touch and change. And that's, that matters to those few people that were touched and changed. So good job on uh, setting the whole thing up, Tony and, uh, and John, who also is a big part of that John uh, Knight, right? Last name. I think I got that yep. right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So great job to, to you guys. Thanks. All right. Well, a couple more questions here. Just kind of general angler curiosity is um, so 
obviously you have the U.S. Open here in September. Is there a cutoff then for either information or being on the lake or anything like that coming up for the World Championship in April? So, yeah, are you talking about the U.S. Open first? Well, or, not really just the U.S. Open. I mean, okay. more yeah. so, so just the, for world championships because, like, countries that are coming over that are going to have limited amount of practice. Mm-hmm. You know, right. So yep. uh, we do have official practice days, um, and we do have a, a couple of days that are the lake is, you know, is off limits. But if they if they want to come a week early, we, you know, we're going to encourage them to come fish. You know, absolutely. We want to uh, try to make the waters as open as we possibly can. Um but, you know, in advance, um, there is dedicated practice that is, you know, it's restricted and, and it's, uh, um, you know, the, the world format is different. You know, so this mm-hmm. U.S. Open is a KB, KBF rules. You know, it's, it's familiar to all, you know, tournament anglers. The world event, um, we have to pick specific launches, launch mm-hmm. sites. Because we're providing kayaks for all these, you know, incoming nations, so you you have to pick your ramp, and we have a a launch time and a return time. So if you decide to, and and there's no motors allowed, so it's pedal paddle. So you have to be strategic about how far out you go, which ramp you pick, uh, and make sure you get back in time. you know, there's, there's a, I just can totally remember it was a, a Costa Rican angler and I was watching my, you know, I'm at the ramp. I'm just like, well, everybody's back. And then I see this little kayak off in the distance. And I'm like, oh man, this is going to be close. And that dude's that he, his boat hit the gravel on the ramp with 30 seconds to go. And you should have seen the sweat. <laughs> I mean, this guy was a mess. He was trying to get back to that ramp. Uh, it, it was wild. So, um, so yeah, that dude, uh, he got a workout. Uh, in, I bet. So, yeah. so, what are the what are the practice times? Is it like USA six a.m. to six p.m. and Canada gets like eight a.m. to ten a.m. Right? No, no. There are <laughs> yeah, everybody will be on the water. Yeah, same time. So, tournament hours. <laughs> yeah, I like, I, I like Bailey's team. idea. Yeah, I like yeah. Bailey's yeah. idea. Those yeah, damn Canadians. You know, we, we could, no, yeah. Well, let's just put it this way. If, if what is it, April? So if May of next year, if, if Drew's not on here with a gold medal around his neck, there's going to be issues. Uh-oh. <laughs> Pressure's on, bud. Oh, I love yeah, this. Yeah, really, man. <laughs> Jeez. Don't lose to those damn Canadians, man. <laughs> <That's no laughs> man, Which all is right. funny because, like, I think, like, 8% of our viewership is all Canadians, so we're probably going to lose 8% of our viewers now. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they weren't serious anyway, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, we have a good love hate relationship with the Canadian team. They're a bunch of good guys over there, so you know I'll be happy to see us just all back and com- competing now that COVID's sort of hopefully fading away for good. So well, hopefully, yeah, yeah hopefully, hopefully, I know. Yeah. But uh, I guess my last question is: What kind of coverage is this event going to get? Is it going to be broadcasted at all? Yeah. So. Um... You know, we're looking into a lot of options. It's, you know, what are we are? It's, it's coming on us fast. Um, 
but we're, you know, we'll have, I don't know, Let, let's put it, let's put it out there. You know, if, if someone is interested in doing it, um, we're all ears. And we're going to send Deacon down with an iPhone. He's going to cover it all live. Hey, man. Every go. a GoPro was a hero night yeah. black. Yeah. Hey, I will put out a shout out here. And I know Drew is actually kind of follows in line with what Drew's been doing recently. He's become a, a member of the Paddle and Finn crew. They have done some installments where they've been doing some tournaments live. I think Brian Schiller over at Paddle and Finn would be a great person to talk to. About That's right. No, he would be it, for sure. He definitely would be. So let's like give it. him let's give him a call and see if he wants to cover it. But in terms of other coverage, obviously you guys have a, a, a very strong reach with the press releases and the, the media list and the contacts and you know uh, some photographers I'm sure will 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 be there and stuff like that. So the general like you know print, if you will, are now online digital media. So yeah, we'll get some good coverage with that kind of stuff. And then uh, you know, hopefully like he's like we're talking about somebody want to come down there and do some, some video work again for, you know, kind of for the, the cause for the, for us. That's awesome guys. Heck yeah. Andrew, Adam, any questions for these fellows? I don't have much else other than it's really cool. I think it's a, it's a great idea. Uh, it's a great concept that's come to kind of fruition over the last couple of years. And uh, I think it's a, there's a place for it. And uh, I always love, more tournaments that spread the sport out. Awesome. Well, I guess my last question for you, Tony, is unfortunately I'm not going to be able to make the U.S. Open because I will be at the St. Lawrence River for a Bassmaster Open. Uh, so how the hell do I get my hands on that hat? Yeah. Well, that well, is a lid, and I need that. Yeah, I might know a guy. So uh, yeah, <laughs> let's uh, let's let's talk talk later, and uh, I'd be happy to uh, get one in, in all three of your hands. That would be awesome. But obviously, you know, good luck to you, Drew, uh, being that you are on the team already. Uh, we'll be rooting for you and whoever the uh, whoever qualifies to make that, that last spot and then the uh, six men and women that qualify as well. I think it would be cool to uh, get you guys back on here and the winner of the U.S. Open after the event. And uh, we'll kind of get a lowdown of how everything went. And then uh, we'll obviously we'll, you can circle back before the World Championships Maybe even be cool to kind of get somebody, like a representative from each team to get on here and kind of almost do like a, like a show, like a event preview of you know teams coming over. I think we should try to set that up. Yeah, for Worlds, for sure. Well, cool. I appreciate you guys having us on to talk about it. And uh, last thing I'll say is uh, there is a KBF tournament uh, and a Hobie kind of in between. So in that same area and same region. So you know if you're looking to do one of those, it's just come a little early or, or stay after. And you could be there for the U.S. Open as well. So kind of double dip if you're going to make the trip already. He's you just might as well plugging to take your money, run. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, that's if awesome. I win, if I win any money, then hey, at least the spot will roll down since I'm already on the U.S. team. The spot's going to roll down, right? So isn't that right, Tony? The yeah. spot will roll down to the next person who's not on the U.S. team of Russ or Cody or you know whatever Guillermo win or. Like yeah, that. so that's right. Yeah, so you're, okay. you know, cool. if, um, yeah, you don't have to beat somebody who's already on the team. So, yeah, all right. Oh, well, I, but I, if, like, Drew finishes I was talking fit. about the Hobie and the other one. Oh, you're talking about oh, yeah, the, the other KBF. one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. But if, but if, if Drew finishes fifth, then it rolls down and he gets booted off the team, right? Because then the four in front of him are on the team. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I think Tony's going to be very um, disappointed if Drew finishes fifth from the way this conversation has gone. So he might get the boot. <laughs> Pressure's on. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, this is a tough crowd. Well, you don't you don't have guys on your team to get you know second, third, whatever. So you know, yeah, your first or last, uh, <laughs> or yeah. in Bailey's case, last or last. <laughs> <laughs> the shots come come full circle around here. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, fellas, we one appreciate your time. Uh, it's been awesome to get you on here, Tony. It was great to meet you. And uh, we look forward to uh, chatting more further. Obviously, good luck at the U.S. Open. We'll be paying attention and following along and hope we get to get you guys back on afterwards. Sounds great. Right on. Thanks for uh, having us on, guys. As always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See you guys. Thanks. All right, fellas. We'll be in touch. All right. See you. All right. Last time we ever have Drew Gregory on the show. Oh, yeah. He's booted. (laughs) Forever. Because he's still in the queue. <laughs> uh, makes one comment to Bailey. All right, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> no, good show because that's gonna be a it's gonna be a really interesting event. If I didn't have that open, I think I would definitely try to make time to make it down to that, that event. Yeah, um, but it's kind of cool. Who wouldn't want to be on Team USA? Yeah, if you're, you're in the still kayak label, fishing world. Yeah, like. Depend, no matter how you do, just to make it to that event. Like kind of Drew mentioned, you know, making that resume, right? To have yeah. Team USA fish the you know, Pan Am World Championships. You know, it's it's going to be – that's something that's cool to have. That's a staple. That's a, you know, that's a conversation starter that will last the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, so that's that would be pretty cool, pretty fun to follow along. Uh, maybe next year will be something I can try and qualify for. Um, but it's, it's kind of cool. So if you guys are listening, you're kayak fishing, and you're going to be down in the area or – you got nothing going on. I highly advise you going down there and trying to make Team USA and do us all proud. Um, but again, thank you to Tony and Drew taking the time out. We we're glad to uh, to hear about that event going on, and uh, we're excited to see what happens. But fellas, I think there's a couple more things uh, to cross off, and I think one of the biggest overarching things uh, that kind of caught my eye from today was Major League Fishing at Lake Champlain. Ooh, um, yeah, dude. Did you guys happen to Wild. see the standings? <laughs> Matt Lee yeah. is winning by over 50 pounds. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I think 56 pounds. Let's see, I have it here. Matt Lee, is after day one, has 103 pounds, 5 ounces. John Cox is in second place with 47 and 15 ounces. Wow. I think he's fishing. In, I think he went to the St. Lawrence. That's almost. While they're all fishing feet. Champlain. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely shocked that Lake Champlain second place is 47 pounds. Me too. The only thing I can think uh, of is maybe the wind blew a little bit, and a lot of guys their areas were a little tougher to fish, and Matt just found like a tucked away spot that he just unloaded on him. Yeah, that or he's just. On the freaking megawad, or he literally caught every single fish in a spot and then screwed for yeah, day burned two. it to the ground on day one. But now I I, th- I feel like he'd be smarter than that, just kind of a general gauge. But now it would be interesting to see how he does day two. Well, I say day two, tomorrow's day two, which is group B, mm. but group A day two. Um, that'll be interesting to see how he does. Yeah, and then all the anglers too that are fighting COVID. Uh, 
Bedside. Yeah, there's what, yeah. seven? Six or seven. Nuts. Was it Luke, Luke Clausen, Fletcher, uh, Randy Howell? There's a couple other I can't think of. Mark uh, Daniels. Justin uh, Connell, MDJ. Um, there's a bunch of guys that, you know, they don't say what generic reasons are, but like you go and look at like Fletcher Triax, Instagram, he was in the ER. No, there's a couple of them that are, dude. Yeah, and Luke Clausen is in the ER up in Plattsburgh right now. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I hope they all recover and feel better quick. I know Randy Howell is in, like, post-COVID phase, but he has some, like, symptoms. Like, he's still tired. Just hope they all get better sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't try to get political whatsoever on the show, but all I say is – be safe. Be smart. <laughs> that's about it. Because life is short. So yeah, Gotta that's about all I'll say on that topic. But it's it sucks to see because you know like, at least what MLF did is they made that a rule essentially that Bass did that if you know if you have an event like that you can drop it. Yeah. You know you can. I think everyone has the ability to drop one event in MLF now, right? Yep. That's a really great. Cool. Well, that is good because obviously that it is was a good adjustment on the fly. Made. Yeah, it's not a predicament you want to be in whatsoever. No. But any other things uh, we might have missed from today that uh, is newsworthy, things that people should know, anything like that? I, I missed. Uh, I didn't watch any of the live coverage today. I'm curious how Matt was catching them. I'm excited to uh, tune in tomorrow. Well, yeah, he may have been stuck on a sandbar because while he was practicing, he got stuck for a little bit running through Mallet's Bay. So maybe it's in Mallet's Bay. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> Bold prediction. Yeah. What's crazy too on the I'm, I'm looking at the results right now on the Major League Fishing website they have a uh, the cut line. Looks like a largemouth. What? Oh, he was catching a largemouth. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. It's like, hey, look at Mister Ty Al. Oh, nice. That Ty on the show. Um, yeah. Yeah, fifty-five pounds single-day margin of victory is biggest in MLF history, and that's the old, big old greenhead. That's a big old greenhead. That's this a real big fish. Let's welcome see. to the North Deacon. <laughs> yeah, dude. Listen, no, we we've uh, especially exploiting largemouth and shallow grass in a particularly productive stretch of the inland sea. Working a four-inch senko on a quarter-ounce mm-hmm. weight to register the largest single-day margin of victory in Bass Pro Tour history. Oof. It was it a long day like... but today was sick. <laughs> that sounds like such a Matt Lee statement. Yeah. The spot was the nectar. Who says that? <laughs> I'm going to say that now. Good for you, the Matt. Nectar. It's, it's the nectar. <laughs> the juice. The juice, the wow. nectar. Dude. If there's any clips from today, because I did not watch. I didn't either. I unfortunately forgot that MLF was on today until I saw the news of people having COVID. And I was like, oh, yeah, day one's today. Let's see if he is showing clips. Looks like a spook. <laughs> but it's a four-inch Senko. <laughs> yeah. I would love to have Matt on the show. Yeah. And let him just run. Let him just go with it. Yeah, my only experience with Matt I was at the college national, like back in 2016 or something. And, uh, like you know, it was just like a meet and greet for anyone who made the, the national. And we're sitting there around his boat, and he's like, 
you know, just the most chill guys. Like, so what do you guys want to talk about? How much money I don't have because I'm doing this thing? Like, he was just, <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, he's like, I have an engineering degree and I'm out here scraping for dollars. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just awesome. Man. Dude, I awesome. won't lie. We, uh, when they did the Niagara like bracket challenge, I got to talk to Jordan Lee for a minute and he's like the exact same. He's like, he's like, we ain't making no money doing this. Like, <laughs> Uh, Jordan is. <laughs> now he is. Yeah. But yeah, back then that was before he had a classic championship. Yeah. So yeah. Jordan is very yeah. If I never had the opportunity to hang out with Matt, but I got to hang out with Jordan a bit at the uh, at ICAST, and yeah, very laid back, very calm, collected. Man, it's always yeah, fun. exactly. Man. <laughs> you know, There's some good old boys who can catch some bass. They can catch some bass too. But I'm gonna have to tune into Group B day two. Try to see what the heck he was doing beyond a top corner. Who is in Group B? Any notable mm-hmm. names? Let's see. Uh, well, they're. Oh, and Aaron deal. Martins is back. That's another big notable. Yes. He, he made the track up there. To He's, a He's a ninth. He's a ninth, man. Good, Good for, for him. him. Yeah. I mean, that's his, that's his place. Yeah. He's nice. in the midst of a very long, scary battle, and I hope every day that he comes out on the positive side of that. Cancer sucks. So, all right, Group B: Casey Ashley, Adrian Avina, Bertrand. I mean, they're all notable names, but one thing I want to mention here: my boy Justin Cooper from the Toyota series, the Tackle Warehouse, I should say, not the Toyota series. A hammer, Justin dude. Cooper is, is fishing this event. I don't know. I think we'll it's really cool they're doing that. What's that? I think it's really cool that they're doing that. Oh, like they're bringing the top ten. To yeah, the- man. Yeah, because, you know, like, especially when they announced that, hey, the, uh, first of all, you're fishing professionally, right? So it shouldn't really matter who you're, who you're competing against. But you know how there was some, some arguments around, okay, these tackle warehouse pro circuit guys aren't going to get the same coverage because all these MLF pros are coming down to fish the pro circuit if they want to. It's like, well, on the other side of things, we're getting to see some names jump up right be and, yeah. and get that coverage at the major league fishing level so i mean for instance Britt myers is in, is in third yeah well no Good sorry not, not brit brit's brit's been there i was thinking of uh the other brit that's uh back pro circuit that made this one or i thought he did oh um the brit from california yeah that's aaron brit aaron brit never the mind boat yeah. crash brit yeah did have a boat crash that's not a shot. That's just how I know his name. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, everyone, like Andrew, you mentioned notable names. Let's just be real. Major League Fishing, every guy is a notable name. That's true. Came over Wheelers in Group B. But Fair guys that have been dominating, yeah. But it, it's cool to see the guys that are new faces in it, right? The, the five or so that they let in to compete at the events. So you got Justin Cooper. Uh, you mentioned a good buddy of ours. Ricky Robinson. Looks like there's two in Group B. Let's see if there's any in Group A. Boston Hibden, uh, Mr. Tin Cup. Yeah. Have, uh, let's see. Is there anybody else? Oh, that's the other one that's out with COVID. Anthony Anthony Gigliardi. Oh. Shoot. Man. Oh, and Chris Lane too, right? Yeah, and Chris Lane. And Chris Lane is another one. I don't see. Oh, uh, Jacopo, the Italian. Yeah, dude. Like Jacopo. I am rooting for the Italian. It's settled. Always, always, man. How did how did he do today? Let's see. Hey, he was out. Uh, he was out pre-practicing. I remember during the live Bassmaster coverage, uh, Polinick or somebody was talking about how uh, 
Jacobo had just like went by and was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, cause he had like a four pounder, <laughs> like right where, right where someone was going into, I think it was Paul and me. And I was just like, Oh dang. So he spent, he spent some time up there. So be, hopefully uh, he can get it done. That'd be cool. Oh, he was out there while the elites were out there. Oh man. That's interesting. Right. Those damn Italians. Oh, I'm so sorry. Get off my leg. <laughs> Dude, it's okay, scary. real quick. And this is like I like I said, this is no shot at anybody. Yep. What is your guys' like? If you know a big tournament's going on in a lake, do you still go fish it? Do I go fish it or like do you stay away? No. Even no. if my buddies are fishing a tournament, like on a local open, I won't even go there. No, same. The difference is when Jacopo's competing also for uh you know or 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 is fishing at a chance at 100 plus grand in a couple of weeks and say he's gonna be in the area i don't think he was trying to get in anyone's way he really wasn't like even even polemic or whoever was coming he was like oh dude he was like trying to get out of my way as i was pulling up but he had one hooked and he was like oh dude i'm so sorry you know so like i I think it's a little different like if you're pre-practicing for a major event but as far as going fun fishing or something like dude absolutely not i'm staying away from it yeah i i, I meant that question more in general like if you're yeah. fishing for 100 grand i mean crap i take all the time i can get to practice too yeah um especially if you're in the area you know and especially in his case um but also lake champlain is absolutely freaking massive so there's yeah, times yeah. where you can just not see anybody all day long uh i just meant more just in general morally that was a test and you passed okay <laughs> Good. No, I was kidding. In that case, every time Bailey's on the water, I'm going out and fishing around him. That's fine. All you do is skip docks. So I'll be good. <laughs> oh, shot fired. I, I absolutely hate dock fishing. Uh huh. Dude, I like- oh, we, we noticed that sodas. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> I've never seen Adam, I've never seen Andrew so mad in my entire life. Wow. That's what tournament fishing will do to somebody. I know you guys will see a little clip of it. <laughs> I really do hand chop my rod into the water. I was you ever so seen the clip of Mike no breaking oh, yeah. oh, I was yeah. like, shut up. <laughs> so we were we went and hit docks at one point, and Andrew oh. stopped me if if you don't want me to tell the story. Oh no, you're fine. I don't care. But Andrew. And I was telling Andrew not to worry about it and get mad because it's not his fault. He was trying to skip in like a like a two foot boat wake that was hitting his dock, and he was trying oh, to yeah. skip under. I'm like, dude, just wait ten seconds, and you can skip under it because it's not easy. Everyone knows it's not easy to skip when there's a wake, especially a giant jet ski wake that ran twenty yards from us. Yeah. No, it was just funny. Andrew's like, every cast was like, bang, hit a pontoon boat, bang, hit a pontoon boat. He's like, son of a. Two hand chop right out into the water. Uh, dude, I I'm just glad that. I hit the water and not the gunnel because the rod would have exploded. The water. Yeah, you would have went full on Ike. Yeah, yeah. it would have literally been Ike. I thought yeah. about it, but I'm not that much of a hothead. I cooled down instantly right after that. <laughs> I was so mad. It was like 15 in a row. It's like ding dong, ping tong. I'm like, like, <laughs> making noise from the dogs. I can't win. Backlash, <laughs> uh, dude. I feel you, man. We don't we don't really have very many standing docks here, right? It's all floating docks and stuff. Yeah. So this year, like, I fished Lake of the Ozarks, which I literally think I've never seen a place with as many docks as Lake of the Ozarks. So so like it is 
actually absurd. Uh, then Grand, which obviously has a bunch of docks yeah. too. So it was uh, it was fun this year spending some time in those places and skipping docks because I've I've done it but not to the like those guys man in that part of the world and same with like North Carolina right like the places where just dock fishing is huge it's incredible to watch guys go by you with it you know and I'm just trying to think of like anywhere where maybe they didn't put something and I watched him go through and I was like yeah I don't think he missed anything <laughs> going down that bank it's fun though. Guys are good. Dock fishermen that dock fish like exclusively, they're such home run or zero. They're like hero or zeros every time. They either crack them big time or they do what me and Bailey did and weigh twelve pounds. Yep. So, like, there's like no middle ground with dock fishing. It's either they are there or it's all two pound rats. Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, so. interesting deal, but yeah. it is what it is. But obviously, we'll have that video coming out hopefully later uh, this month. Uh, we got a couple more videos to post in between now and then. Obviously, Adam's videos will be starting to post yeah, on man. our channel and the MP3. So we're excited for those. But, uh, fellas, is there anything left for the folks that they need to know? Happy Friday and have a great yeah. weekend. And make sure you always tag us in your fish posts, fishing picture posts, so we can share them. and help spread the word of everybody catching them this weekend. So that's my tidbit. Thank you, Adam. Anything else to, to leave? Oh, guys, get out if you can. You, uh, you only live once, and uh, let's get to get out. Go fishing if you can. So get out there this weekend. Thank you. I reciprocate all of that, but also uh, Monday Night Live, we have Daryl Gleason joining us. So we're going to do great. a rookie year recap on Monday Night Live. Awesome. And uh, we're excited to get him on. And uh, as always, folks, we appreciate you guys. Uh, and last but not least, um, go follow Adam's personal social media. That'll be linked down below. It'll be all of all the links you guys need from us are going to be on every single episode. You just got to go down uh, from social medias to discount codes to you know brands that we represent, their websites, all that jazz. It's down in every single show description. You guys can go check it out. But as always, we appreciate you.